holding that gorgeous figure in my arms and me forget my little... Hey, what's your name, kid? <laughs> now, now, look, now remember, Betty, kissing Olivia will just be part of my work. Work, huh? Well, Olivia's not the only one who can kiss. Take this to work with you. Here. <laughs> there. Well... See, if you could put that up in a box lunch, you'll make a fortune. <laughs> It's six in the morning now. The garbage trucks are rumbling out to Beverly Hills to pick up the dirty money. <laughs> in the railroad yards, freight trains are pulling out, filled with California oranges for Florida. <laughs> and from Florida, freight trains are pulling in, filled with oranges for California. Yes, for some the day is about to begin, but for others, like in this brightly lit room in a hospital... Ready, doctor? Yes, nurse. Clamps. Clamps. Suture. Suture. Wire. Wire. Tape. Tape. There you are, Mr. Jolson. You're ready for another day's work. <laughs> it's nine o'clock now, and the activity of a busy city has begun. Lines are already forming outside the unemployment insurance office. <laughs> The drugstores are getting ready to serve breakfast to thousands. They're chilling the eggs and putting lipstick around the coffee cup. <laughs> and the children of Hollywood are starting their day. The same as children in your own little town. It doesn't take much to make them happy. Little Margaret O'Brien is smiling because she's just been given a new set of blocks. Wilshire, north to Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> but back to the story of one person among these millions, Vincent Price. He reaches the studio and walks down toward the dressing rooms. He has to see the young and lovely Miss Olivia Marsh about his part. Gee, I hope Miss Marsh is in. Oh, gosh, she looks beautiful in pictures. I bet she's even lovelier in real life. Come in. I'm a... Oh. Are you Miss Marsh? I thought you were a younger woman. I was. <laughs> I'm uh, just a little older than my fans think. My fans think. <laughs> uh, but I must keep my real age a secret. Do you think it's leaking out? Leaking out? Run for your lives, boys. The dam's a burst. Well, I'll admit I'll never see 22 again. Well, it's just as well. You couldn't recognize it after all. <laughs> well, in movies, it's the makeup that counts, you see. In fact, I was just getting myself beautiful. I, I do it with those five jaws of makeup. I've already used four of them. That fifth one must be a pip. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't care who my leading lady is. This is my big chance. I've got to be nice to her. I'll show you how I feel about you. Let me kiss your hair. And your fingertips. And your little eyelashes. Come away from the dressing table and kiss me. <laughs> You're mine. Do you understand? Oh, but my kisses and my heart belong to another. You'd be getting just a hollow shell. At my age, you don't ask if the house is furnished. You just move right in. 
So we go on with the story. Vincent walks to the set. The script girl hands him a script. In comes the director, Misha Goss, who has... (laughs) Who has just finished making the great murder mystery, I Dismember Mama. continental manner, he says. Quiet, everybody, quiet! Stop that whispering. How can I hear myself shout? Where is everybody? Where is my cameraman? Where is my script girl? Where is my star? Here I am. Where is my prop man? Here I am. Now, what are you waiting for? Proper <laughs> Where's my leading man? Here I am. You? I know we are practicing economy, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> Now, our story takes place in a typical American community in Oslo, Sweden. (laughs) You're a farmer. You've been working hard in the fields, and you are tired and hungry. Miss Marsh, your wife, meets you at the door. You look at her face, and suddenly you are not tired anymore. I'm not hungry anymore. (laughs) Quiet. Understand the scene. You are poor. Your children are sick and you have no money for medicine. Now give me emotion. Emotion, please. Emotion. Okay. Greta. Yeah, Helvig. <laughs> Greta, you haven't been keeping the house very clean. I noticed several things crawling around the floor. Please, Helvig, those are our children. <laughs> That's what they are. I thought they were mice. Yeah, I know. I saw you uh, set those traps for them. <laughs> wait, wait, please. A little emotion. Emotion. Oh, all right, all right. Greta, no wonder the children look that way. They're sick. They need medicine. And we are very poor. We cannot afford cod liver oil, whatever we do. We must have cod liver oil. Wherever can we get cod liver oil? Mr. Vincent, I want emotion, not emulsion. (laughs) Now, now the climax of the scene. You kiss your wife. I have to kiss her. Well, all right. My heart is open. (laughs) Let me kiss you, Greta. Well, well, what are you waiting for? I can't find a mouth. It's the middle wrinkle with the lipstick around it. Well, I I want to kiss you. Kiss, for heaven's sake, kiss, kiss, will you? I want to kiss you, I... Fame and fortune are waiting for you. Now, kiss. All right. Not me, you fool. Get off this set. And so, 24 hours in Hollywood comes to a close. And again, the city prepares for sleep. 
One by one, the stars go to bed in the home of one beautiful star. Good night, Greer Garson. And in another... Good night, Hetty Lamar. And in the home of still another beautiful star... Good night, Esther Williams. Thanks a million. Thanks a million, Joan. That was a wonderful way to bring another command to a close. Well, it was fun. What with the expert presence of one high, Averback, and the acting of Bud... Averback, Averback. Back, upside down, anyway. <laughs> of Bud Whittem and June Foray, and then that wonderful Vincent Price. So long, Vincent. Oh, now, wait, not so fast, Joni. Hmm? You know, we weren't kidding earlier when we said that the people all love you. And for proof of that, here's a word from Colonel R.E. Carney, the commandant of Armed Forces Radio. Yes, Joan, Vincent's very right. We have here a letter from AFN. That's the European network of AFRS. Telling of a poll they took of all their listeners to choose the most outstanding stars in the programs presented by the Armed Forces Radio Service. Joan, it's with a great deal of pleasure that in behalf of AFN, we present you with this plaque. It's a skillfully made token, hand-carven by Bavarian woodcutters. We know that you received many outstanding awards, but none, I'm sure, conveyed more heartfelt appreciation for your marvelous work. And so, Joan, here it is, the Kilroy Award. Joan, this is inscribed to Joan Davis, chosen the outstanding comedian by the men of the European Theater. just wonderful. It's, it's great. And gosh, how can I ever thank the boys? Uh, Joan, you know, uh, I like you too. <laughs> well, Vincent, I, I've enjoyed working with you. Well, Joanie, must the evening end here? Joan, come with me to Ciro's. We'll have hummingbirds wings on rye crisp and Paul Masson champagne. <laughs> oh, I, no, Vincent, uh, not, not champagne. Why not? Well, champagne makes my head spin. <laughs> oh, that's silly. Then we dance the rumba together. Now you got everything spinning, ain't you? <laughs> well, good night, Helvig. Good and night, good night, Francis. boys. And thank you. program was arranged with the aid of the Hollywood Coordinating Committee. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education.